0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Human Podcast. I'm Coach K, expert teacher turned master coach, and I'm changing the game in the health and fitness world. This podcast is where you learn real strategies to make your health support your life, not stifle it. This means that we dive deeper into the thoughts that create the actions and results that you want, No more battling your brain or your body, just the right steps and all the progress. Every episode has an actionable takeaway to make health fit you. So hit subscribe and I'll meet you here every Tuesday. Let's get after it. Welcome back to the Whole Human Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today chatting with you for episode seven. I am so excited to have this episode. It is a request from Instagram follower Josh Martin. Josh said that he would love some tips on managing stress. Stress is something I work with so many of my clients on. We all have it. None of us ever like it. So let's get after it. This is gonna be a great episode today. We are so often stressed in life for so many different reasons. We're so busy, we feel like we have no time, bills are due, you have this errand to run, your kid won't get dressed, you're, you have laundry on the floor. For me, the laundry stays on the dresser. There are two loads there right now. Maybe your cat puked on the carpet, it's raining outside, you have a deadline at work, you don't even know what you're going to wear today. You're probably nodding your head like, I have felt lots and lots and lots of those things. And maybe even right now, you feel some of them today in this moment as you're listening. Anything in the world can stress us out. And what is really, really interesting to me is we so often blame our stress for lots of stuff. We blame our stress for making us grumpy and yelling. We say, oh, I'm just really stressed. Like, that's why I reacted that way. I'm sorry, right? We blame our stress from keeping us from reaching our health and life goals all the time. I couldn't get that done. I'm just too stressed. But often, what I found is it's not usually the stress that is actually stopping us from reaching our health or our life goals, or it's not actually our stress that is making us do those things, it's our reactions to our stress. And that might hit you a little bit harder, you might disagree with me, but hear me out and listen to this episode. Sometimes when we get the right amount of stress, it helps us get creative, it helps us problem solve and grow and learn, but I find that too often when we do not feel like we have the right amount of stress, we do not feel creative, we do not grow, we do not learn, we do not problem solve. And I think more often than not, I hear people say, I am too stressed right now. And I bet you would agree with that. Managing our stress and most importantly, managing our reaction to our stress is pivotal for our life progress. And we all have absolutely different ways that we respond to our stress. When we don't manage our stress, though, there are three very common ways that I see that are reactions that people dislike, that they don't like, and that they feel like stops them from reaching their health and life goals. And maybe as I list off these three, you'll be like, yep, done that, been there. Yep, felt that, been there. Yep, oh my goodness, that was me yesterday. The three most common things that I see that you react to stress with are one, stress makes you eat too much. Stress depletes your energy and makes you doom scroll or Netflix too much. Stress zaps your motivation and makes you give up and sit on the couch. Have you ever felt any of those from the above? I personally have experienced all three of them and have worked my way through managing all of them as well. And I'm gonna break that down with you today on just how to manage those three responses. But then also, one of the things that we do is we so often wait until we feel those things, wait until we see those things to try to manage our stress. So today, yes, I'm gonna talk about managing that stress reactively, but I'm also gonna talk about managing your stress proactively. And that is one of the biggest keys and biggest takeaways that I want you to take away from this is, yes, you're probably stressed right now, so we are going to manage that reactively, but we also want to be able to move forward being proactive in our life and avoiding those feelings, avoiding those grumpy feelings that make you want to yell, avoiding those feelings that make you want to dive into a tub of ice cream. So let's get after it and let's start with stress, making you feel like you eat too much. Maybe you have said, I'm a comfort eater. I love my comfort food. I'm an emotional eater. I'm a stress eater. Those are things that I all used to say about myself as well. What I want to challenge you to do, and doing this in a neutral time can be really helpful, but also doing it in the time that you feel stressed is important. I want you to stop and ask yourself this question. Does this actually lower my stress? If the answer is no, we need to find another strategy that does. And I'm going to challenge you with this as well. If the answer is yes, then you're probably not a stress eater because people who consider themselves stress eaters or the act of stress eating or comfort eating or emotional eating is usually tied with eating a lot at one time. And if that food is actually lowering your stress, it will stop your stress, and if your stress is stopped, you will not continue to eat, so you will not be eating a lot at one time. So if you find yourself saying, no, this does not actually lower my stress, that's why you continue to eat and continue to eat more of it, because you're continuing to try to lower your stress with food then we need to think of some other activities that actually lower your stress. And to be able to do that, you have to ask yourself that question, when do I feel most at peace? When do I feel most calm? What am I doing when I do feel the least stressed? And that is what you are going to want to try to bring into your life. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the podcast. The next most Common way that I see us react to stress is that stress depletes our energy and makes us doom scroll or Netflix too much. So often people say, I just needed to zone out. Raise your hand if that was you. My hand is up. I've said that before. So what we choose to do is we look at our phone or we sit and stare at the TV. But I have also never met anyone who has said that endlessly scrolling on their phone makes them feel great. I've never heard anybody say, sitting and staring at the TV when I'm stressed makes me feel awesome. One movie, maybe. A movie marathon on a random weekend for fun, yes, but because you are stressed every day at work and then you go and sit on the couch every evening and Netflix, it isn't making you less stressed. Most of you actually end up more stressed because afterwards you think, oh my God, I did nothing. I got nothing done. And then the cycle worsens because the idea of getting nothing done stresses you out more. The hard part is breaking that cycle. So I have another question, if this is you, that you need to ask yourself, what activity actually fills my cup? Maybe it is just watching one movie for me in August, watching the newest animated version of The Grinch. That raises my feelings, it makes me smile, it makes me laugh, that does change how I feel. And then I can get up and move on. That is an activity for me that is one of my five, an activity that fills my cup, watching a Christmas movie that I can choose to do. We need to create a list of at least five things that you can do that take three minutes, up to 30 minutes, up to two hours, so that you can always choose one instead of just defaulting to staring at your phone, instead of just defaulting to binging Netflix. I like to say that we need to choose something that is in between three minutes and 30 minutes long or up to two hours long, because sometimes you're stressed at 2.37 p.m. in the middle of the day at work at your desk and you don't have 30 minutes to calm down because you have a meeting at 2.45, right? So we need to make sure that these things that fill your cup can be things that you do very quickly when you're feeling stressed to help lower your stress, but also maybe, you know, a lot of people like to take baths. That's not a three minute thing, but that's something that you can do in the evening. So we need to have that thought of what actually fills my cup. And break that cycle by making the choice of one of those things. That's hard to do when you're feeling stressed because sometimes you're like, oh, doing a bath takes so much more work. I have to fill the water and like spend the time and do all of this, right? Breaking that cycle. When you do that, you will be rejuvenated and it'll be easier and easier to do that every single time. The third very common reaction that I see to stress is stress zaps our motivation and makes us give up. And this one is a two-parter and you might be ready for some of this. So take it when you are or keep it for a time when you are open to it. But one of the things that's really important about when stress zaps our motivation is that we really need to identify where the stress is coming from. When we say stress zaps our motivation, that's when we say something like, oh, my workday was so stressful, so I can't go to the gym, right? And so the stress that you are feeling, you're able to identify it and say it came from your work day. But what you're doing is you're putting that stress on the gym, where it doesn't come from, where it doesn't belong. So we need to identify where that stress is coming from and isolate it there and keep it there. When I was in high school and I was on dance team, one of the things that I didn't quite understand, but I started learning then was my coach would say, whatever problems you have, leave it at the red gate. There was a gate when we had our morning practices before school that my coach would have to unlock and open in order for us to get into the gym to dance. And that gate, when it opened and when we went past it, everything else went outside. We isolated our stress, our worry, or whatever. We didn't take it out onto our dance with us. We left it where it was. We isolated it and kept it there. This is a big conversation that I have with my clients a lot of the time in a lot of different ways, but we can take that stress and accidentally spread it through other parts of our life, but we wanna isolate it and deal with it where it is. The second piece of our stress zapping our motivation is that we so often don't pre-plan activities that fill our cup in order to lower our stress. We so often, like I kind of started this podcast with, wait until we feel really stressed out to do anything with it. And when that happens, it zaps our motivation for every single thing. It makes us feel like we have no time. Even if it's not even motivation, we just think it's impossible. So what I like to do is I like to be proactive when it comes to our stress. We do need to respond to it, in order to get to a place where we can be proactive. And when we are there, we cannot stop being proactive. How I like to describe that is by building what I call our anti-stress bank. I want you to imagine this anti-stress bank like a big snowball. So it's kind of like in one of the other episodes I described the positive momentum. It's the same image. Your anti-stress bank is this big snowball that's rolling down a hill. And as it's starting to roll, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So when it's small, that's your very first proactive anti-stress fill your cup activity. The more you do them, the bigger your anti-stress bank snowball gets. And it's rolling down the hill. Life is going fast, you're going. As we know, life has bumps, roadblocks, curves, all that kind of stuff. So your snowball hits a rock. But because your snowball is so big, that rock, that stressful thing, that deadline, that like cat puke on the floor, your kid not cleaning their room, it breaks off a chunk of your anti-stress snowball But your snowball is so big that it can roll and bounce over that with just a small amount of anti-stress broken off of it. It's going to keep going down the hill. You're going to be able to keep doing all of your things. You're going to be able to stay motivated and stay on track for your health and your life goals because you have built an anti-stress bank big enough that you can roll right over that rock. Our goal is to create that big ass anti-stress bank snowball so that we can continue bouncing through life and continue moving forward and not lose that motivation. We do that by, kind of like I said earlier, when we talk about what activity fills our cup, not only do we use those activities reactively when we feel stressed, we use those activities and we plan them into our week, even when we're not stressed, especially when we're not stressed because that's how we prevent all of that stress from coming. It is imperative that you plan a night in the week where you have your fill your cup time. For me, that means I like to read books and have a snack on the couch in front of the fire. For me, that means I need to make sure that I plan a time where John and I can cuddle. That hug makes me feel really, really good. That fills my cup. For me, that means I walk outside and I feel fresh air on my face. A little breeze always fills my cup cup. These are things that I make sure I plan in every day and every single week for me so that I can build my anti-stress bank. Out of those three things that I talked about today, out of stress feeling like it makes you eat too much or it depletes your energy and makes you doom scroll or it zaps your motivation and makes you give up, which of those three things do you feel like you experience the most? Your homework today is to ask yourself those questions for each of those scenarios so that you can change your reactions to your stress. Ask yourself, is this really lowering my stress? Ask yourself, where's this stress even coming from? And how can I keep it there? Ask yourself, does this actually fill my cup? Then I want you to make your list of five things from three minutes to 30 minutes or two hours that will help to fill your anti-stress bank. And I want you to start planning those into your week proactively. You know the drill. Post that you were listening to this on IG, tag me in it so that I know that you're working on your stress management strategies so that I can cheer you on. I love to see your learning. I love to see you in my DMs telling me about it. I cannot wait to see how this helps you. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Whole Human Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. I would love for you to head over to my Instagram at Jury and introduce yourself. Literally, please slide into my DMs. Getting to know you, the listener, is what will make these episodes even more special. I can't wait to hear from you.